Welcome to the world's first podcast, all about porgs. It's the science fiction spin-off show that no one will listen to or care about. My name's Sarancha, and I'm your host of this podcast. This is called Porg Chatter. Porg Chatter is a show about porgs. The porgs from Star Wars. The movie The Last Jedi, the one Star Wars movie I have seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen nothing else. I know nothing else about Star Wars, except that there are wizards with magical space swords. But you know what I do now? I know that I like. I know two things. I know that I like porgs, and I know that I don't have to explain myself. Mm-hmm. You probably know me from Waifu Wars, five-minute podcast video version, and the episodes of Science Friction that everyone is bitching about on Reddit. With me is my co-host today. He's a very looked very painfully holding a laugh. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself, co-host. Hi, uh, my name is Asterios Kokonos. Uh, I'm happy to be the first guest on uh, Pork Chatter. I know that you have planned other guests. I know you're going to bring in Cake Boss Ralph and some of the Star Wars Minute guys to truly kind of take apart the the universe of Porks. But I'm just I'm honestly I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you for attending today, Asterios. Now. Porgs. Mm-hmm. Do you love them, or would you die for them? I would absolutely die for even one pork. Like if Chewbacca, and because Chewbacca's pork kill count is two. In the we film. don't know that. We just have. It's at least two. You're right. It is at least two, according to Wikipedia. Um, I think he killed a bunch of porgs when he landed the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, there's. Of course, he probably did. I mean. Those things don't know to be scared of spaceships. And they do not fear death for some reason. No, they don't. And when they see a big space bear eating their friend, their first instinct isn't to run away. It's to guilt the space bear. Just to stare at them. They're big poor guys. And they saw one of their friends probably beheaded and roasted, maybe alive. Who knows? Because who knows if Chewbacca had the time to, like, prepare the porg. Or if he was just like, fuck it. it you know, but I will say this. If I could save even one pork from being eaten by Chewbacca the Wookiee, I would do it. I would also do it. Now, Asterios. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a Star Wars movie beyond The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that there is some good purge pork merchandise out and there's some shitty pork merchandise out. Yeah. That's a topic for another episode, the quality of it. But here's the bottom line. There could be a lot more poor merchandise. So executives at Disney, if you're listening to this, think about it. I have so many good ideas. I want you to imagine, close your eyes for a second and imagine, picture, Porg fruit snacks. Oh. Porg brand eggs. Could we say that they're Porg's eggs? Yes, of course. Okay, I love that. Don't be stupid. I'm sorry. I want you to imagine for a moment your one-year-old niece running around in a little poor kigurumi. What's a kigurumi? It's a pretentious way to say footy pajamas. <laughs> Is it like a Japanese way to say footy pajamas? I assume so. It's like a it's like footy pajamas, but also a costume. It's got the little hood. Right, mm-hmm. which like looks like a little mask. Right. And then that looks like a little pork's face with those big poor guys. Oh, yeah. I want you to imagine your one-year-old niece toddling around dressed as a pork. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I've seen pork jammas, but they kind of suck. Like, um... Can I open my eyes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've seen pork jammas. They kind of suck. They say Star Wars on them. They're gray. They only go to three 
three-fourths lengths on your leg, which is bizarre. Oh, so like they don't even keep you warm. They're like poor capris? Yeah, they're poor capris, and they got poor prints all over them. But the worst thing that I've seen is a coffee mug in the shape of a porg's head, which looks like it is... It, it looks like one of those, you know, those trick mugs mm-hmm. that you fill and that intentionally spills all over everyone. Like the thing has dips in it. I have no idea how you're supposed to drink out of this. But anyways, I'm amazed. It, if you don't mind, and I'm sorry to interrupt. I have some opinions about the pork mug. Tell me. For some reason, it is more horrifying than other Star Wars character mugs. Darth Vader. Because here's the thing. The top of the pork's head is cut off. So it really does look like somebody took a cranial saw to a pork. But I've seen the same style of mug with other characters and it doesn't bother me. Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader's got the tip of his head cut off. That's fine. Chewbacca's got the tip of his head cut off. BB-8's got the tip of his head cut off. I don't know why I don't mind with them, but with, with porks, it's like they took off too much head. And it doesn't help that it's like doing the big sad puppy eyes too. It's like, oh my God, why would you... Why would you scalp me like this? Yes! If the pork were smiling, I wouldn't mind. Yes, very good point. I want it to be happy as it's decapitated and I drink from its skull. Yes! As you drink from its bleached, hollowed-out, treated skull! Yes, what's the problem? (laughs) Uh, I will give it to this. It is the only Funko Pop figure that I've seen that looks relatively normal. Uh, I hate those fucking things. I remember when you told me that original, like a couple of weeks ago when we were looking at Funko Pops. That is probably the smartest observation about Funko Pops I have ever heard. They all look stupid. It's like all of the, it's like, well, what do these people have? Encephalitis? They got water on the brain? Why do they all got these big heads? But you know who does have a big head with big eyes? Porgs. Their bodies are pretty much heads. And I love them, and I love their Funko Pops. I don't understand why anyone would buy, obviously, Porg excluded, because I want to buy the Porg Funko Pop. Yes. I don't understand why anybody would want to buy a Funko Pop. Like, if you are a fan of a character or a show, isn't the art style pretty integral to what you like about the way the show looks? Why would you want a figure that's in a totally different style and a style that is ugly? I think the reason that people like Funko Pops is that it allows for an interesting continuity between divergent universes. For example, my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Funko Pops, I don't actually have them. I would like them. Um, Why did you just say my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Funko Pops if you don't own them? You know, I was trying to, to put myself in the mind of a Funko Pop collector where they're like, I got my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Funko Pops over here, and I got my Buffy the Vampire Funko Pops over here. And even though those are two completely different universes, they kind of look the same. And I got my Doctor Who Funko Pops and this and that. So it's kind of like it creates an interesting crossover appeal where all of your friends are together. I think that's why people like Funko Pops. I think they're it's just because they're cheap. They I think are cheap. They're like 15 bucks, and it's a way to like buy into... You know how much those anime figures cost? No. Like, if you... Dude, they are expensive. Like, if you buy them, not the Chinese knockoff versions, where mm-hmm. their fingers are all stuck together... What? Okay. You buy, what? <laughs> you buy the factory um, official figures. I just got very distracted because we're recording this in a serious apartment, and I just noticed there is a mouse pad 
with a human child on it. This is my niece. A just born human. Oh my god, what the hell is wrong with her eyes? She looks like she's got poor guys. She's, she's got, got big black marble eyes. She looks like she's just saw the face of death. Yeah, you know, my my mom has merchandised her grandkids to a ridiculous degree, much like Disney has done with porgs. There are mungs and mouse pads. I have a calendar hanging up in my kitchen of my nieces, and every month they're in a different pop culture costume. If you don't mind, can you give me one second? Go ahead. All right, let's see this calendar. These babies. I'm going to show you January 1st. I'm ready. What do you see? Uh, it is a small child, maybe one year old, no hair yet, dressed as Harry Potter. Yes, they took their bald newborn baby daughter. They put her in gigantic, goofy spectacles, and they also drew the classic lightning bolt on her head. I assume with, excuse me, I assume with makeup that is not safe for babies and that they should not put. That looks like a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Sharpie or maybe a mascara crayon. Here's February. As you can see, they're dressed as uh, badgers. What are? They have badger heads on their heads. Oh man, she used to be so little. I know. Babies are so ugly when they're first born. Here they are. Dressed up like foxes playing in the forest. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, they're very cute. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love my nieces. But do you love them more than porgs? No. Good. <laughs> I was about to kick you off of the show. Anyway, so what I'm saying is Disney, what they love to do is they, they don't kill their cash cows. No, they, they don't. bought Star Wars, I'm assuming, because toy sales are going to be through the roof. Star Wars will never fucking end now. Now that Disney has their hands on it, because Lucasfilms, I feel like, would be one of those places that cuts it, like, even when when the craze is at its highest, they're like, okay, let's quit while we're ahead. Not Disney. Star Wars never going to fucking end. I'm never going to hear the end of this goddamn lightsaber uh, wizards in space. No, you won't. You're right, I won't. But the positive side of that is toys going to be great. There's going to be some awesome toys coming out. Here's... One problem with that, though, I don't give a shit about getting a Ray action figure or a Luke Skywalker authentic coffin. I want more Porg toys. Yeah. But the way that that movie ended, kids, if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, time to shut it off five minutes ago when I mentioned that Luke Skywalker dies. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like there's a plot relevant reason for them to return to Porg Island. Do you really think the name of that island is Pork Island? Yes. Okay. I I just think that's very funny. There isn't, uh, because Yoda struck the Jedi tree down with lightning, and Rey took all the books from the tree. I totally missed that, that she took the books. Oh, I missed it. When we were watching it. I missed it, too. I only found out later when people talked about it. There's a shot in the Millennium Falcon with the Jedi Library in it. And, luckily, there's a shot in the Millennium Falcon where you see a pork nest and a family of Porgs. That's right, the world's most adorable stowaways, the Porgs, are coming to a galaxy far, far away in the next Star Wars movie, or I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> or I'm also gonna commit Sudoku. You know what? Suicide pact. Suicide pact. Porgs, or this is blood on your hands, Disney. <laughs> That's exactly right. You give us what we crave. Now, there's a lot that could be done. As I was mentioning at the top of this episode, there's a lot that could be done 
Porg toy wise. I, for some reason, have yet to see a porg stuffed, like just a normal life size porg stuffed animal. They have those interactive ones that waddle around and chirp, but if you're a kid, you can't snuggle with that. It's full of fucking mechanical guts. You can't sleep snuggled up to that toy. It's gonna hurt. You're gonna roll over and kill yourself in the middle of the night. I know, it'll slash your throat. It'll slice your throat. So, if we want more toys, we need more porgs in the movie. That's just the natural progression of things. So, Asterios, I've got a challenge for you. Okay. I'm a Disney executive, and I come up to you and I say, Porg merchandise went crazy. We released this movie five minutes before Christmas intentionally, so parents would be uh, stabbing each other in Walmart over porg toys. Mm -hmm. But now we have a problem. We have a whole merchandise warehouse full of... Sriracha's toy ideas. We got kegarumis. We got fruit snacks. We got plushes out the asshole. <laughs> mm -hmm. But porg craze is now over. Everyone's moved on to the next big thing. So we're planning this next movie, and we need you to incorporate porgs. How do you do it? Okay. I honestly feel like waiting until the next Star Wars movie is too long. I definitely think... That the Porg should be in the next Star Wars movie, obviously. And I would love to see a scene where they... Maybe they've built a nest in the hyperdrive. So these... Wait, how did they get in the hyperdrive? They, you know, it's just... Honestly, the way the Millennium Falcon works, like... You can kind of crawl around in it, and you can bang open panels and, like, rip into wires and stuff. And so I love the idea that there's a scene where the Porgs take all the wires from the hyperdrive or the shields or something and use it to make a little nest. Aww. And... Chewbacca is torn between the fact that they're about to get killed by the First Order, but he wants to make sure... But then he, like, looks at the nest, and there's, like, a big egg in it, and he's like, oh, no, I gotta keep that egg warm, but I need those wires to help us escape from the First Order. So, I want to see, like, one really good scene with the Porgs in the next Star Wars movie, but I think that the way to keep the Porgs alive is to have a Porg-animated holiday special come out next year that's only on the disney channel not disney xd which is disney for boys the disney channel which is disney for girls because i feel like porgs it's like you've already got the boys with star wars boys love star wars porgs are your way in for girls now i would even put a porgs animated short or even like a short film a full-on produced video short film in front of Frozen 2. I was just going to say, like, they could do the Olaf's snowy adventure, but not fuck it up this time. Yeah. Porgs. Yes. You know they had to take Olaf's snowy adventure out of theaters, right? Yeah, because parents were getting so pissed off that they had to sit through what was essentially, what, like a 35-minute long commercial? Yup. I don't even know what Olaf's fucking snow adventure is about, but, uh... Olaf is shit. Yeah. Oh, I want to see the snowman. Olaf wait. is the snowman. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought Olaf was the moose. No, Sven is the moose. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Here's what I want. I want the moose. I think that moose is funny. I want the moose and that guy, that handsome guy. I don't want the snowman because we've now had 10 years of Josh Gad. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was in... The Book of Mormon 10 goddamn years ago. We've given him an NBC show. He starred in movies. Stop trying to make Josh Gav happen. Enough Gad! But, eat my own words, another Disney movie. The only Disney movie, actually the only movie I think Josh Gad is good in is Beauty and the Beast. 
Oh, really? Who was he in Beauty and the Beast? LeFou. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It was good. It was the first time there was ever a gay character in a Disney movie. It was pretty good. Yeah. That movie was... Despite the fact that Emma Watson cannot sing to save her fucking life... And she only has one face. Doesn't she hit, like, a sour note within minutes of the movie starting? Yeah. And it is... She is so clearly auto-tuned. So it's like, well, she's not singing anyway. This is just a computer. They couldn't even make the computer make her sing right. Couldn't you get Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway is actually a pretty good singer. Oh, I definitely think that you could have gotten Anne Hathaway. But girls, for some reason, when girls see Emma Watson, they see themselves. Girls love Emma Watson. They care about Emma Watson. Every girl thinks she's Hermione. And when I say every girl thinks she's Hermione, I mean every girl thinks that he, she herself is Hermione. And so women have imprinted onto Emma Watson in a way where it's like she doesn't have to be good. She just has to be there. Yeah, I think, honest to God, I think it is because of the Hermione thing. Because there's a whole generation of girls out there who are like, I follow the rules and do my homework all the time, but I'm a secret badass. Yup. Exactly. <laughs> people just don't know it about me. If people would pay more attention to me, then they would see I really am cool. Yup. Exactly. I think if anybody else wore Hermione, they would latch onto them like that. Absolutely. Emma it, Watson's like the self-insert original character of <laughs> everything. Yes, she is Mary Sue. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> yup. So I'm watching that movie, the... the, uh, the Beauty and the Beast movie, I'm going to make the face. Describe the face I'm making, because it's the only face she makes in the movie. You look like you're incredibly high. <laughs> okay, well, I always look like that, because I'm Asian. That's racist. How dare you? <laughs> B, like, I remember when she's... Okay, so during Be Our Guest, which is the most important number in Beauty and the Beast, she's looking at all this stuff happening, she's got this, like, wry, condescending look where she's like... I am delighted by what's happening. Yeah, you know what pissed me off about that whole movie was that she doesn't even look like she gives a shit. No! She's in a magical castle where furniture is talking to her and she looks mildly amused. Thank you! That is exactly the case! And it's not like they didn't have enough takes. Disney threw... Disney opened up the money hose for Beauty and the Beast because Beauty and the Beast is a crossover hit. They know that they're going to get girls in their 30s and 40s who watch Beauty and the Beast in their teens and, tw- and 20s. And those girls are not going to bring their kids to see Beauty and the Beast. Everybody wins, except the Watson who loses at acting. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I took us a, a little <laughs> off track. So I think that you want to have a Porgs animated holiday special where the Porgs and we're... Chewbacca takes the Porgs back to the island of Octo so they can all celebrate Life Day. Life Day is Christmas in the Star Wars universe. Oh, really? That's an actual thing? Life it's like Day, a canon thing? Yes, it is. Because the Star Wars Christmas special, which came out in the 70s, it was all about Life Day. So that's... I think that'll probably be the last time we see the island of Octo in this short that I'm pitching that is not real. So is the Porgs going back on the Millennium Falcon? After okay, so let's assume that the porgs have been just violently fucking. <laughs> do birds fuck? Yeah. How do birds reproduce? They fuck. They fuck the shit out of each other. Birds fuck. I am currently under the impression that okay, I thought birds just laid eggs. Like it was like having a period for them. Like they just laid eggs, and then the male bird has to come over, pop a squat, do his thing on the egg, and then how do birds reproduce? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be honest. 
I always thought birds fuck because I, I think a long time ago I saw like a gif of two pigeons fucking. But now that I'm now that I say that, a I'm disgusted with myself. But b I don't know if birds fuck. I really don't think birds fuck. Wait, let's look. Okay, this up. let's both look it up together. <laughs> Do birds have sexate intercourse? They have cloacas. Male birds and female birds each have cloacas, so they put their cloacas together and the male passes the sperm to the female. That sperm inseminates the egg that's inside her, which can start small and soft and grow big and hard enough. So that's kind of how it happens. The guy puts his sperm in the girl. The girl makes an egg in herself, poops out the egg. It's already been uh, inseminated. And then the lady sits on the egg until it's warm enough and the egg hatches. So how do you have unfertilized eggs then? If the birds have to fuck? Because the eggs that you get at the grocery store, it doesn't matter how warm you keep them, they're never going to hatch. You know, from what I'm reading, and again, I'm just reading this now, I suppose it's possible for like a, a girl to, a, a girl to develop an egg inside her without the sperm. It's like, maybe this lady's make, maybe these girl birds are making eggs no matter what. Now, if they happen to sh- stick their cloacas together and s- transfer sperm from a boy to a girl, even better, because now the egg's fertilized. But maybe she's making the egg either way. Is there any possible way that chickens are just different? Uh, I... Because... I don't know. I'm really... I remember reading something somewhere that was like, oh, the reason that you... The eggs you buy in the grocery store won't ever hatch is because the rooster didn't get a chance to come all over them. Okay. Do you think that's true? I, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> Do you want to Google rooster come coming on eggs? No, I do not. One ten in my search history. I think the FBI agent that's assigned to watch me through my laptop has enough to deal with currently. I totally understand. So anyways, porgs. I think here's my idea for a porg holiday special. Right? Sure. So we're back on Porg Island. And maybe we play this. When's Frozen 2 coming out? It's got to be around Christmas, right? Yeah. So porg. We're back on Porg Island. And mm-hmm. there's a pork, and he wants to give his poor girlfriend something special for poor Christmas. Aww. So what he does is he finds a really shiny rock or something, or maybe a piece of string, something, and he's like, fuck, this is perfect. And he picks it up, and he hops back, and he puts it in his rock nest. But then another pork, while he's out of his nest, comes along, sees it, and is like, oh, I want that shiny rock. So that pork goes and takes the rock out of his nest and it's the pork trying to get his shiny rock back can I just tell you right now that I'm on board for most of that but I don't I don't want it to be another pork's fault that this one that this one pork is getting fucked over oh so I you would, want like the ocean to come and yeah the ocean maybe BB-8 needs that rock to like fix the shields maybe like Chewbacca just bumps into it and the rock flies out and spe- like happenstance has to fuck because I don't want the porks to even through ignorance ever do anything wrong right i don't want there to be a pork villain no no i'm glad we're on the same page you're right and then this pork's got to get the rock back he's got to like fly around and then there's a gust of wind and then c3po accidentally hits him and goes like oh my and like they you know finally gets the rock back and then chewbacca's like oh well i lost a pork so chewbacca gets him and then when he gets him he finds out that the rock is actually a secret homing beacon that the First Order placed on their ship. And the First Order are then like, they, they all hyperdrive in. And Chewie's like, I gotta destroy this rock. But the poor like, no, I need it for Christmas. And like, they don't understand. And so like, finally like Chewbacca like smashes it, throws it away. 
They escape. The pork is super sad. But then the pork goes to his nest and he finds another shiny rock that like Chewbacca pulled out of some computer system or something. I'm following you. Here, here's a, why don't we, here's my alternate ending Please. idea. Because I love that idea of it being a homing device or something. So Chewbacca gets real pissed off and smashes it and throws it. And the pork is like dejected and sad. Christmas and is ruined. Christmas is fucked forever. So the pork returns back to his nest all sad and his poor girlfriend is there. And she chirps at him and brings him the smashed remains of the homing thing and was like, look at this pretty rock I found for you. Oh. Okay. I'm going to make this one better. Okay. <laughs> what we need to do is Porg Gift of the Magi. I was thinking something about that. Okay. You know what? Let's not develop it further. Let's just both agree, Porg Gift of the Magi. Porg Gift of the Magi. But they're causing big problems for Chewbacca the whole time. I, always, I like the idea of the next scene, there being like a whole family of Porgs, mm. and they make like a little nest in the wires of the Millennium Falcon. I think that's a very cute idea. I really, I love the idea that these Porgs cause... Non-stop trouble for Chewbacca. And it's I love just, Porg. And I love Porg. <laughs> this has been the first episode of Porg Chatter. You can subscribe to this. Where are we putting this? On on SoundCloud? I don't know. There's there's a 50-50 shot this would never make it to the airway. Well, here's the thing. If they've heard it, then they know how to get it. Yeah, true, true, true. So uh, stay just tuned. Just keep listening and tell, tell, tell people, tell other people about it. Stay tuned. If you like, if you like Porg Chatter... Leave a comment. If you don't, uh, go away. You cannot listen. <laughs> That's an option. Uh, porgs are very, very cute. I will put up with no porg slander in the comments. Um, maybe this show will go for five episodes. Maybe it'll go for ten. Really, we're just going to go until I run out of ideas for <laughs> episodes or guests. See you next time. Bye. Bye.